to ATO After the Whistle, the official podcast of the Capital City Supporters Group. I'm Johnny MacArthur. I'm here with Patty Dornan. One last time this season, giving your reactions, analysis, and hot takes. Patty, it's the final countdown. Well, it's the final episode. We didn't make the playoffs. How you feeling? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, it has been a season, a season of highs, a season of lows, a season yeah. of in-betweens and then yeah. more lows. It's uh, but then a high at the end for some reason. <laughs> yeah. And then a high at the end that we didn't really like get to sort of celebrate properly, I suppose. At least I didn't. No, anyway. I didn't either. I don't know how many people did. Um, I know, you know, listen, I bet see. everyone that was at the pub was like super stoked. I, yeah, I would have been sure. too. Like and, it's probably relegated to just them. But, you know. Well, lucky for them they got I don't to know. seeing all together. the seeing all the trash talk going on from forge fans and then like watching them lose that game i was like ah, <laughs> you know what it feels good man yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it always feels good always feels good yeah so uh yeah we put out a one nothing win this week which is not you know in form for us at all no <laughs> especially no. against forge we we had gone what seven without a win seven or eight or something like that like just yeah. just dire stuff yeah, um, and we had only beaten Forge. We were the head-to-head before this was 11 losses, three draws, and one win. <laughs> 11 losses. <laughs> yeah, second ever win against Forge. and it, We did it. It's, it's, so, it's, it's so funny because like I was expecting to, you know, go into the... I was expecting to go into that game being like, okay, if we we to be in a position that if we win, we made it to the playoffs, but like not being able to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, for, in my mind, that was going to be the most likely scenario. I was like, okay, we don't, you know, the 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 either we don't lose to York or the other uh, uh, result goes in our favor, and it comes down to the last day, and we're away at Forge, and we just lose like three nil or something. That like I was yeah. I was expecting to be disappointed like that, but Classic. it's almost also disappointing to find out that we did actually hold up our end of the bargain at the end, but 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 uh, Vancouver didn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So going into that game, we had already been disqualified from the playoff, eliminated from playoff contention. And yeah, I mean, do you think it was just that sort of freedom that allowed us to to get that result? You know, like as zero pressure whatsoever. I think it might have played a factor for sure. Um, I think that you know, I, going into a game where there's less stress. I mean, maybe that's it because we've been kind of talking about it, like the the stress that goes on these guys' shoulders over and over and over again, yeah. especially when you're on a slide like five plus games without yeah. a win. Um, and you know, I wish we had, <laughs> I wish we had snapped that one game sooner. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Maybe that that was a factor. Um, I mean, I think the the biggest factor in us winning this this game was also just a colossal error <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the forge defense and, and henry so which was great um and i'm sure we'll talk about it at some point um but it was a classic it was a classic ato game which was kind of fun to watch um yeah. it was a 343 which is pretty close to the 3 or 4141 we're used to seeing mm. um we only had 40 percent possession so you know classic um <laughs> we got outshot it was it was kind of a weird formation honestly like i didn't really know what to make of it like a lot of the time i don't like it obviously wasn't like a, a full time like a three four three it was kind of just i don't know it was a little Could, fluid i i but i didn't yeah. hate it i didn't hate it yeah yeah no i mean um, obviously like like you said it was classic ato if we, we want to keep going through the stats yeah 39 percent possession fantastic yep. um one big chance uh and you know that's that was the goal i'm guessing that was the goal yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah we got uh we got beat on every shooting stat uh on almost every passing stat <laughs> shocker shocker yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, uh, we had way more clearances than them, like twice as much. So yeah, it was, yeah, it well, was, because again, they were you, always on our ass. They had four exactly. big chances for God's sakes. And if you go if you go down the list, that's that's the kind of stuff we we are used to seeing yeah. last season and some you know midway through this season. Yeah. Um. So it was good. Um. I, you know, I think this was really a testament to us returning to form as far as pushing their attackers out to the wings and making them take a lot of shots outside the box. Yeah. Um, you know, they had 13 shots, five outside the box, eight were inside the box, which is not great. Um, mm-hmm. but it was nice to see us shooting from inside the box because six yeah. of our seven shots were from inside the 18. So yeah, yeah I, I like to see that. Um, I, I didn't hate watching this game. Um, but it's just a little bittersweet when, <laughs> when it really meant nothing. Well, yeah, no, I mean, it was, it was, it was, it was a 2022 ATO game, wasn't it? You know, Nick was, one really away was. win after, you know, basically losing every single stat. And I mean, you know, they outshot us by double, but they only had, you know, seven shots on target to our four. Like we still almost matched them in that. So it was, mm-hmm. it was, you know, like you said, we sort of relegated them to some low, low percentage shots. Yeah. We kept them out. And, you know, given what we've done in the, in the past six or seven games, as far as, you know, conceding all the time, I was like really surprised that we held on to be honest yep. with you. I was, I was fully ready to, to concede like a 90th minute uh, equalizer there. And just, well, especially you know. when we go up at 54 minutes, we have basically an entire half still to play, <laughs> yeah. less like yeah. eight minutes. of injury time. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, That was danger zone. That was, mm-hmm. that was danger zone the entire time. Very danger zone, especially like yeah. they started with Paseas and Campbell. I'm like, okay, like <laughs> they're, they're trying yeah. to destroy us right yeah, we're now. Like, Calm down, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was good. It was good. Uh, it was a decent game. I mean, uh, I'm, I won't go belabor the players. That, yeah. that being said, I mean, Ingham had a pretty good game, which uh, which I was happy. Dude, to Ingham see. had an amazing game, and yeah, that game reminded gotta... me that we were real. We would be even worse this season if it wasn't for him, dude. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. He had four saves inside the box, like yeah. So uh, yeah, I mean, again, his passing stats not the best, but mm-hmm. you know what? He went seven for seven, made seven saves, which kept us in this game. Um, which was awesome. Um, it was awesome to see Iliadis finally get his first goal. I was going to say, um, dude, like Iliadis, like having his, his his best ever game in our shirt on the last day of the season and getting bagging a goal. Like it was it was it was wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. He was great. He was great. Um, yeah. No, I, I, I mean, Miguel put up put out a show as well. So um, I really don't think there was any like particularly awful performances. No, not at all. Like everyone just sort <laughs> of stepped we up and worried. decided to play a really good game. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. uh Iliadis, I mean, let's talk about this. 92% accurate passes, 36 out of 39 accurate passes. 2 out of 3 yeah, accurate three shots. shots. Exactly. 5 yeah. out of 6 accurate long balls as well. Yeah. 3 ground duels one. 6 recoveries. I mean, it, four defensive actions. I mean, this guy was 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 forward and backward. It was it was incredible. Yes, and I am super, super, super happy um, that he is on the on the team. Um, I'm hoping that we somehow manage to keep him for next season. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's on loan, but you know, maybe we get to keep him. I did read the um, um, in the forward press, the uh, Ben Ralphs, by the way, forward press. Um, yes, there was the post game, um, and then he was on the on the on the on the post game press conference uh and he meant his sort of his words were sort of like it, it didn't he said yeah i'm going back uh to montreal obviously because the season's over the off season and now it's just working hard and you know and he's had nothing but good things to say about the club and the team um 
And he said, I, who, he kind of just also said, who knows what next year is going to bring. So I was like, huh, you know, is, is he like open to the idea of like, you know, coming back for another year? I mean, he's only 22. And if he's not going to crack, you know, Montreal's first team, then what better idea than to just, you know, come back to Ottawa? Yeah, well, that's you know? just it. And Especially yeah, if he's going to play every game again. Yeah, and it, it leaves that door open, I think, um, which is good for us. And I, I think that this is a good level of, developmental professional play for for um Ilias and I think that we have the ability to to plug him into our system. Yeah. Um whether or not that system changes next season is mm-hmm. a, a bit of a question mark that I'm sure we will all be pondering over yeah. the next several months. Yeah. Um but yeah, it's good to see it was good to see him develop over the course of the season. I think he's just hitting a stride now and if we can figure out a way to keep him for at least one more season. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it would be beneficial both to us. I think it would be beneficial to, to Montreal as well. Um, Cause they would get a, a lot more rounded of player next season. I think if yeah. we did one more season in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. With, yeah, definitely. Uh, with, I know that like Greece, most of our, <clears throat> obviously, you know, the coaching situations up in the air, right? We have no clue. Yeah. Um, and, and obviously a lot of roster uh, decisions, you know, a, a, a good CEO would actually want to wait probably until that's, settled before the coach can have a say in who you're going to pick up, who you're going to keep, who you're going to let go. Um, I feel like Iliadis is not one of those. If we had the opportunity to bring him back, I feel like he should just do it immediately, regardless of what the coaching situation is going to be. Cause he's just a gem. Yes. Yeah. And I think he fits well in most systems. Um, he's a consistent, generally a consistent player. And this performance to me showed the reason why he was, you know, picked up on loan. Yeah, us. absolutely. For, yeah. For, yeah, for me, he 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 fits in. You know, no matter what playing style, philosophy, you know, formation that we have, I think he you know could easily start for just about any team in the league. Yeah, no matter which one. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, um, yeah. So uh, again, you know, good game. Um, if you haven't watched it, you should go watch it. If you did watch it, well, you got to see us beat Forge, which is always great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to mention that I am really, really happy for Bryce and his family for being at that game. Um, yes, because I know yeah, he's traveled. So I, he's traveled a few times this year. He went to Halifax, saw us lose. Yeah. Um, went to York, obviously uh, saw us lose. Um, it was, it's nice that, and you know, it was it must have been daunting to be like, ah, I guess I'll go to Forge on the last day, <laughs> like yeah, probably see eliminated. us lose again. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and then they got to see a win. So like, I was yeah, super so super stoked for them. Yeah, agreed, agreed. So shout out to Bryce and his fam. Yeah. Awesome to see some stripes in the crowd. Hell to the yeah. Um, so oh, yeah. yeah, great, great um, stuff, great stuff. I I thought it was really funny that we beat Forge, but it didn't help Halifax in any way. So we kind of screwed over like two of our of our you know good friends. Sarcastic, yeah, um, yeah, true. <laughs> they there that that tiebreaker was nuts, dude. Because because Forge had same uh same wins, same GD, same goals for. Um, they only qualified above Halifax because of I believe it was away goal difference. Isn't that nuts? He- yeah, and it sucks because I honestly, if I was to pick two, I would rather Halifax be higher than Forge. Yeah. Um, but you know, that's what it is. I just hate the fact that Forge is going to be in in Nations Cup or whatever next year. As long, well, mean, they'll be in the playoffs, the, I guess. I mean, I, only if only if they win the cup or or if or if Cavalry does the double. Yeah, that's true. Right. But still, it gives them a better chance at that. I don't like that at all. This is true. <laughs> it's harder to kill them in the playoffs when they're in second place. This is true. This is true. 
Um, yeah, we, you know, we, we went over our best performances, obviously, Yangham, Acosta, uh, Iliadis. Um, you know, I thought Tiso played a great game as well. Um, yeah, I, I thought Del Campo played a, a fantastic game and, and he had, you know, I, the only thing missing is the goal, dude. And yeah. we keep saying this. It's like, I know that, you know, last week I was like, oh, you know, the, the, the club sometimes doesn't really nail it with the, with the recruitment. Like, look, we brought in Del Campo hasn't scored a goal yet. I don't really care, dude. I love this guy. Like he, he he's going <laughs> to score one and then they're going to start coming like i think i said it during the game i was like in a more attacking uh system where we're yeah. creating a lot more chances you know he's, he can bag double digit goals in a season i guarantee it yeah uh yeah i would say so and i mean i think that depending on what happens in the next season will will dictate where del campo's um, <laughs> fortunes will lie with the team yeah. um the good news is he's under contract next year so we're sure. going to see him again so if you like to see del campo he's sticking around yep um if you don't like to see del campo i mean i paid to break it to you but he's sticking around <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh i personally am excited to see him next year i know he didn't score any goals but i think you're right i think that if we had uh, a system that was more conducive to the type of player that del campo is i mm-hmm. think you'd see him you know his his fortunes trend upwards dramatically yeah, and I think he even does well in our system too. Even though he hasn't scored a goal, it's just yeah, he's you know, a playmaker he, for sure. In our play, he has assists. Like he he runs his ass off. Like he's yep. he's got three lungs. Like he presses like crazy. It's no, he's he's wonderful. Yeah, and he's also just so handsome. He's extremely <laughs> handsome. My God, he's so dreamy. <laughs> I mean, we said it last year. I'm pretty sure. I'll say it again this year. I'm pretty sure we have the hottest team in the league. I I would agree with you honestly, because um, there are some real ghouls out there on some of the other teams. So definitely, definitely, I think we're uh, we're we're sitting pretty. It's the it's hey the, it's, sitting pretty. <laughs> hey, ba-bum-tsh. hey, we got that uh, that Spanish, you know, je ne sais quoi, or yeah, however you'd say it in yeah, Spanish, I guess. Oh yeah, this this is this is what the last part of the season is shaping up to be right now. <laughs> just me and Johnny fawning over how good looking our team is. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, you know what? Actually, why don't we segue right into this? We're gonna we're gonna do a segment here where we talk about um sort of the roster moves of this offseason because we have, you know, all of our players are either under contract for next year, uh have an option for next year, or are out of contract as of right now. Yeah. So if we want to go on our under contract, Ruben Del Campo we have next year. We already mentioned that. Um uh Abusako, uh Gianni DeSantos, Carl Wement. Noah Verhoeven, Gabby Antonaro, and Sam Salter. So which ones are you stoked and which ones are you not stoked that are guaranteed coming back next season? Um, okay, so let's start with the, I guess, I, you know what? I'll start with my, I'm stoked, coming back next season. Yeah. Sam Salter. Yeah. I think he had a, a, a good season this season. Um, I think he's got a lot more in the tank that he can contribute. Mm-hmm. Um, it, but it, again, I think he suffers a little bit from the <clears> same <throat> type of thing that we just talked about with Ruben Del Campo, where in an in a less forward forward high press attacking formation, he obviously is a little bit handicapped. Um, so I'm excited to see Sam come back next season. He had a he had a pretty good season with us. Um, scored a bunch of goals, which is good. Um, so I'm excited you, to see him back. And you know what? Like in two in two um, not very good teams who uh, are play quite defensive in us and also in Halifax last year. Um, he still managed to put up lots of goals, which is yep. impressive. And I mean, you know, this guy wasn't, you know, wasn't top scorer in PLSQ before moving to CPL for nothing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's, he's got it in him. He's got yep. it in him. And I think we just need to, we need to be able to unlock that next year. Yes. Yeah. We need to, you know, twist the little 
salt lid thing so that it's not on sprinkle so it's on dump that's what we need <laughs> <laughs> i love it i love that yeah, i love this good uh, pod yeah. already <laughs> yeah exactly um sacco i am actually looking forward to seeing sacco back on the field i know he missed most of the season obviously um but even just seeing him off the pitch um as well as some of his limited performances mm-hmm. i think he could potentially find a place on the pitch with us um so, he's got to put on some muscle he's a skinny he little does boy, yeah he's he? gonna get bigger yeah, yeah so he's gotta maybe go talk to sammy and like you know hit the gym but yeah. um I, I i think he would be good coming back um and i would say i just want to say that i think the streets will never forget that game where he could have bagged a hat trick against valor you remember that yeah yes <laughs> yeah yeah, three. yeah um yeah gianni santos remember. um i don't know man he didn't really finish the season that well did he no, he didn't. Um, and I was I was kind of excited for Gianni early on because you, we saw the raw <coughs> speed that that guy has. Yeah, there's some um, promising moments early on, wasn't there? There was. And then he kind of fell off. So um, I would say for me, Gianni is more of a, like a lukewarm. You know, we've got him under contract. Will it be good for us? Maybe. Um, am I mad that he's sticking around? No, but I'm not over the moon excited either. Yeah, I mean, I know that it's easy to point to, like, the giveaway uh, uh, against Vancouver. You know, he basically came on, gave the ball away, and then they scored the late goal. But I also think that there's been, like, of all the players that have, you know, sort of displayed, you know, negative body language during this sort of slide at the end of the season, I feel like he's one of the worst offenders. I would agree with that. Yeah, that's a fair point. Um, and I mean, you know, obviously every player is different. Not every player is, you know, has the crazy mental fortitude to, you know, keep their head up and, and, and go through like a slump, like the one that we went through, you know, six games without a win. Yeah. Um, not everyone's only one draw. Game. Yeah, no, exactly. But, um, I mean, there's a probably, you know, obviously <clears throat> I don't even know, uh, you know, against Pacific, he wasn't in the squad. Halifax wasn't in the squad. Fowler, he was on the bench. York, he played one minute. Uh, and, and then Forge, he wasn't in the squad. I'm like, it, I don't even know. Was he injured or was he just literally just not picked? You know, like yeah, it was that was this a was this a coaching decision? Yeah, that's your guess is as good as mine at this point. But, you know, I mean, even even against Vancouver, he only played four minutes. And then before that against Cavalry, he only played one half. Yeah. You know, uh, he started the game and then got yanked at half. So it's I, I'm wondering if there's was an attitude issue th- that resulted in this. Could be, you know, could be. Um, and again, we, you know, we can speculate as much as we want, but at the end of the day, he just didn't get the minutes. Um, and part of that, I think, is probably because of his performances leading up to his spell on the bench. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, again, I'm kind of just lukewarm on on Gianni. I'm hoping yeah. that next season maybe he comes back much stronger and and more focused and a better attitude. Um, but we you know we'll see what happens. We'll see. Um, Carl Lamet. Yeah. He's coming back. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't know, man. <laughs> Carl's, uh, he, he's, he's good. He's good. Um, again, I think I'm, I'm kind of putting him in the same boat as Gianni. Uh, you know, it's to me, it's a shrug. I'm like, you know, he, he fills the spot. Um, as long as we maintain, I think, a strong core center back cadre, um, I think we met can, can find a place in our defense. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we lose uh, Espeo, which he's currently out of contract with us because um, he's on loan, yeah. uh, and then we don't find someone to replace him, <laughs> I think that we met is we've seen him be like underperform when the center of the pitch is weak. 
Yeah. And that's my biggest concern is like he's almost like a handcuff to a, a, a strong central defender role mm-hmm. um, in that we need a central defender who's going to pick up the slack to allow Wimet to operate the way he's supposed to operate. So, again, he's kind of just like, to me, a lukewarm player. Um, he's he's not super fast, but he's a he's a big presence. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm not angry seeing him come back next season. Yeah, I mean, we've seen him put on some great performances, but we've also seen him put up some stinkers, right? So it's it's mm-hmm. I, basically I don't want to go into next season having Wilmette being our like number one center back. You know, I no. he's I, he'd be great for depth, but we're 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 sort of you know not looking great in that situation because you know the last few games we started with back three with Luke Singh, Diego Speyu, and Carl Wilmette, and those first yeah. two are returning from loan. So yep. <laughs> we're gonna have to recruit some center backs this this winter, aren't we? Yes, which isn't something I wanted to be saying as an ATO fan. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Noah Verhoeven. I know Honestly, we we yeah, we say bad things about this dude almost every week on here. Played a no, good game against Forge, but exactly. So I'm kind of just over him. I'm sad that he's on the contract list. He, if he had an option, I don't think I would renew it. But you know, we don't have a choice really. So if unless we can offload him to another team, like yeah, I think um, I think Patrick Gibson said it really well when he said he's kind of like a low activity player um and it's it's i mean it's so true like basically you know he kind of runs around aimlessly uh and you know has really good passing that's kind of all he does yeah and yeah, in, and, and, in our team that didn't really cut it um, well especially because our team relies so heavily on positioning yeah yeah so you can be a great passer all you want but if you're never in the right spot <laughs> you're yeah. basically just a liability for what we're trying to do out there yeah definitely uh gabby yeah. antonaro uh, uh, man. Um, I really, I'm I, stoked. I lo- this kid's coming back. You never let me finish. I was saying Sorry. I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> Literally, I was. I, 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 I heard the, 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 the and I was like, yeah, no, that, that was me. I'm about to like, disagree not, with this man. Again, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not like saying it's my favorite that he's no. on here. There are a lot of players in the options and out of contract that I would rather than <clears throat> Gabby Antonaro. But okay. in saying that, I think it's good that he's sticking around. Yeah. Um. He's he's a younger player. We've seen him develop. Uh, he's put on some real not good performances, but mm-hmm. when he's on, he's on, and we've seen him be able to put that out as well. Yeah, definitely. He's I I feel like he just brings such a spark when he comes on. You know what I mean? Like he's a prototypical like young, fast, just unpredictable. Kind of in player. your face. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. chaos, man. We talked about it. he's kind he's of like ca- a chaos merchant. He's chaos, and I also think he has an incredible attitude. Um, yes. Like when we. I, when we when I was at York um, and we lost, um, he was like the last guy still out there. Yeah, he was like sitting on the grass. Oh, head, that was that picture. Yeah, head on his knees, and he was just like upset about what had happened. But he like stayed out there. He was thinking about what had just transpired. And yeah. you know, he was thinking about what he needs to do better next time. You know, we gave him a shout, and he turned around and gave us like a thumbs up and everything. But he was like mm-hmm. devastated, and but he didn't let his head drop at the same time, right? Like he's. I think I think the kid's got a bright future ahead of him. I'm really stoked that uh, that we're going to get Stick at least another year yep. of him. I agree. <clears throat> I agree with that. So um, we already mentioned Sam Salter. Stoked he's coming back. Ruben stoked he's coming back. All right, we got options. We got mm-hmm. six players with options for next season. Let's go through them. Let's go. Yes or no? Bring back or don't bring back? Malcolm Shaw. Much as this pains <clears throat> me to say, I'm going to go with no on this one. Really? Um, I love Malcolm Shaw. As a person, I love mm-hmm. Malcolm Shaw's family. I love what he's done for this club historically in the past. I just don't know how much room he would have under a Sam Salter, Ruben Del Campo, who are both under contract, mm-hmm. plus 
my suspicion is that Fernando and Carlos are going to also be looking to maybe bring on a third kind of talisman striker mm-hmm. um, to augment those two who are already under contract. <clears throat> so I don't know if we see Malcolm Shaw stick around. Um, and I not because th- I don't want him to. I yeah. just don't think it'll happen. Well, he had a pretty bum season, um, you know, partly because of injury. Actually, a lot because of injury um, and a lot because of, you know, being played out of position. You know, like, why yeah. why was he playing at left wing back at one point? It's, it's beyond me. Boggles my mind. Um, you know, is it a system thing as well? We always say this, but like, you know, this guy put up 10 goals in a, in a, in a, in a 2021 ATO team that was garbage. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, he didn't, but he, has, he hasn't done those numbers since, but he also, you know, hasn't really been getting the playing time. Uh, yeah, and we saw a little bit of, we saw, we saw a little bit of, of, of kind of old school Malcolm Shaw when he played for Trinidad and Tobago this year. Yeah, dude. Um, like, honestly, when I see him play in his position and he's like balling out, I'm like, shit, that's, that's, that's the Malcolm that we miss, dude. Like, where, yes. where's this guy? Where's this guy every week? Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that's, that's my, that's my hesitation on Malcolm Shaw mm-hmm. um, is just because I don't know where he'll fit in a system that we're currently looking at, especially in the fact that we're keeping Salter and, and Del Campo. Yeah, I just I don't want to turn down Malcolm and have him sign for another CPL club and oh, just ball no. right out. You know what I mean? That would no. suck. <clears throat> Especially because I mean he's he's a, an ATO legend. He's the only the only uh, player still remaining from uh, the, for our first season. Um, yeah. So so Malcolm, if you're listening to this and you you, <clears throat> you don't end up staying with ATO, you must retire. That is the only way you're allowed <laughs> to leave this club. You must or follow go like, Carl into retirement. Uh, go, <laughs> or like go to US, a, go to yeah, USL go, or something. Come play in Verse Liga. I would love to watch you over here. Yeah, that'd be so sick. <laughs> that would actually be really sick yeah. if one of those players made their way over. But I mean, also he played look, in he played in Finland, I think, before. Uh, yeah, yeah, before, he did. Yeah, so he did. Even, if he played in Finland, I could even go watch him. Yeah. So just come back to the Baltics, man. Yeah, and the other thing too is that he might. You know, we we don't think about the other side of the corner. Maybe he doesn't want to be here again. Yeah, next year. also this, that this, this is now four years he's been at the same club. Um, and you know, which which is obviously not at the highest level. Um, maybe he wants to change the scenery. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, sure. Zach Verhoeven. Um, I hope we keep Zach. Mm-hmm. I think I think he's 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 got a lot to offer us. Um, we're big our, Zach Verhoeven enjoyers on this podcast. We are, we are, and also I think we're going to be a little bit thinner in the mids next year, and we may need to rely on him a little mm-hmm. bit more. Um, but yes, of course, we're big Zach Verhoeven fans because the amount of clutch goals he has bagged for us this season is yeah. real good this season and last season. <clears throat> yeah, um, the super sub himself. He he strikes me as a player that you know in a, in a in a better different system would would perform even better too. Oh yeah, oh yeah, he's so fast, man. He's <clears throat> so fast, and he has so much energy. Mm. Um, so I think that next season we're going to need him more than ever. Um, because I think. The next player we're about to talk about might not be around next season. <laughs> Let's talk about him, Ollie Bassett. Obviously, uh, the option, yes, we would want. Yeah, that's a hundred percent yes. We're talking about Ollie. We're talking about player of the year, players, player of the year, and Golden Boot. This Golden year. Boot winner. Well, we didn't mention Ollie that. Bassett, Ollie Bassett yeah. joined Golden Boot with Meyer Bevan. He did it. Yes. Yep. So uh, <laughs> my suspicion is there's probably a lot of interest from a lot of different clubs at a mm-hmm. lot of different levels yep. um, in him, the same way there is in some of the other high-performing CPL players. Yeah. So I would love, <clears throat> man, I would love to just, like, could you imagine how bonkers CCSG would go if we if we signed his option um, for next season? It would be great. Um, but do I see it happening? Mm, probably not. Yeah, um, I don't really know how, like... <laughs> I'm, I'm going to admit, I don't know the ins and outs of like 
if if he wanted to leave and someone wanted him and they were willing to pay a fee, it's like, do we oh, pick up the like option? Write a, write a first refusal type deal? Yeah, do we do we pick up the option and then so that we can sell him or do we just not pick up the option and so that he walks? Like, I don't really know how it works, to be quite honest with you. But um, either way, if he wants to go and move up, then we're not going to say no. Let's let's be real here. Like, we're not going to be like, no, we have an option on you and we're keeping you around. Like, there's no one would but do that. But if that's that. the case, if that's the case, I hope we get like some kind of fat, fat fee for it. So we well, that's what I'm wondering. I'm like, okay, how do we get a fee? You know, can can yeah. we do like, remember when Jude Bellingham went to Dortmund and he like signed a new contract so that the Birmingham could get a crazy fee for him? I'm like, yes. is that something that that we could do? Be like, all right, we're going to pick up your options so that whoever it is has to like pay oh, money for you. <laughs> for a second, I thought you were saying, like, if that's something we could do, sign Jude Bellingham. If we like, could just yeah, sign Jude Bellingham, like, I'd be super down. Um, but yeah, no, I don't know, dude. I don't, obviously, ne- both of us want him. Neither of us see him being here next year. He's just, he's on the up. He's too good. Um, yeah, he would be a pleasant surprise. I would put him in the pleasant yeah. surprise if we, we get him on an option. Pleasant surprise. Or also, I know I've I've used this this reference before, but remember at the at the end of Goodwill Hunting, when Ben Affleck is like, "One of these mornings, I want to show up at your house and you're not there," type of thing. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like if he's in the CPL still next year, I'll be happy because he's incredible. But I'll also be a little you know bummed for him because obviously he he wants to move up and he deserves it. So yeah, agreed. Agreed. <laughs> um, Alberto Zapater. No, oh, man, I want to keep Zappa next year yeah. so bad. Hell um, yeah. The man turned our club around this mm-hmm. this season. He he got us out of a slump, and yes, we ended up back in the slump, but I don't think we ended up back in the slump because of him. Yeah. Um, you know, he put up solid, solid, solid performances <laughs> all season. Um, I think he's a great addition to the team. I think mm-hmm. he's a positive dude. He brings a lot of maturity and experience. Um, and also like his family seems to really like Ottawa. So you know what? Zappa, if you're listening, you know, you should stick around because your family looks like they're having a blast in the nation's capital. This is this is the thing for me too, right? It's that obviously he uprooted his family and moved them here, so he to stay for one year, like mm. well, that well, not even a whole year, right? I mean, it's it's like obviously for him, he's he's going to be taking, he's going to be self-reflecting and seeing if he's going if he's fit enough at his age to play a whole other season. You know, he had the taster for the second half of this one. Um, he's going to, you know, go home for a few months and then, you know, think about this. And obviously if he's good to go, then we're good to go. Easy, easy peasy. Um, but that now my other question is, you know, if he's not and we don't pick it up, like, does he still stay in Ottawa? Does he just hang out and come to games and stuff? Like, I mean, if he <laughs> what, wants what to, like, there? he can come, he can go to the dub with us. Yeah. Bring down. the wife, bring the kids. It'll, be, yeah. it'll be vibes. Let's Hell do yeah. it. Super vibes. <laughs> so, yeah, Zappa, either play for us or come sit in the dub with us. But you're you are always welcome at we're, TD Place. We're down for either, really. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Zachary Roy. Uh, I mean, I think at this point we have to keep him unless we start signing more under twenty one. Exactly. I was going to say the same thing, dude. I mean, I know we played like five seconds this season, but uh, we don't. Uh, we're not well, he, exactly okay, rich. So he played. Yeah, and exactly. He played five seconds this season, but last season, yeah. the, the kid was a under twenty one minute merchant, and yeah. we we needed him every time, every every game almost. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I hope we keep Zachwa. I think he has a, a, a still still bags of talent. Um. I think he still has a place on the team. So I, I'm down to keep him if we can exercise that option. Plus, it gives us another again under twenty one. Um. We didn't really struggle with that too too bad this season, but <clears throat> yeah. Um. Next season, you know, we're looking at basically. Guaranteed, Ga- Gabby Antonoro, 
Um, and then maybe Assy if he's we have Sacco. And we have Sacco. Yeah. So, yeah. so wait, no, would, because he's international. It's domestic under twenty. Oh, minutes. that's true. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so it's, uh, so See, that, that, that was be, one thing. Just to bring it back, that was one thing that kind of boggled my mind a bit at that signing. I was like, you know, going on under twenty one international is a bit of a risk. You know, normally your internationals, you want them to be, you know, you want them to be the experienced, set, yeah. talented players in your squad, not yeah. the ones that you develop. But anyways, yes. getting off yeah, track here. So, but uh, so anyway. All that to say, I think we need to keep him around, yeah. um, and not not just because it's under twenty one. I think he's a really talented player, um, but it, the under twenty one doesn't doesn't hurt. Yeah, <laughs> you know, on the ser- like serviceable under twenty ones don't grow on trees. You know what I mean? And like, obviously, he kind of lost a year of his career this year due to injury, but I don't think he's that far away from being starting material, and, and you know, at CPL level. So no, me I think we can bring him there. <clears throat> Um, and last but not least, this is a no-brainer, Miguel Acosta. Yes, he needs to stay Easy. forever. Um, <laughs> no, uh, Miguel is an integral part of our defensive structure. In, in, even if we change, you know, strategy, formation, coach, whatever, I think mm-hmm. that Miguel will always have a place. The the man is probably the hardest. I mean, there's a reason he won the Golden Scarf. There's a like, reason he's he won probably the Golden one Scarf. of the hardest working players on on the team. Yep. Um. So obviously, I want to keep uh, keep our Lord and Savior around. Absolutely. Him, him and Malcolm Shaw are probably our two biggest legends, I would say. Um, like Miguel Acosta being like, because so, so many of our internationals and our Spaniards, especially, you know, they, they, they're only here for like a little bit. Like here, here's, here's a guy that, you know, j- just, just completed his, his third year with our club. Like yeah. the fact that he just sort of came here and decided to make this his home is, I just, I love it so much. There's a reason why yeah, we love this great. guy so much. And yes, I want to keep him for as absolutely as long as we can, because obviously we love his personality. We love his story, but he's also an incredible player too. That doesn't hurt. So yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, I think I, I heard someone <laughs> describe him as <laughs> thick thighs and crazy eyes. And I'm like, man, what a sick name for Miguel Costa. <laughs> Cause he's always wearing his shorts hiked up. I love yeah, it. Yeah. I love it. No, that's, that's actually, that's no, he's got the stare, doesn't he? Yeah, he, he does. And it's great. It's like so intense. <laughs> I love watching him play. So yes, Miguel stick around. I hope God, I hope the club signs his, his option period. I love it. Well, I mean, it's I was obviously, as we saw this season too, the guy played about, you know, 11 different positions on the pitch wherever we needed him so he's 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 one guy that plays for the badge every single second that he's on the pitch yes yes yeah so easy easy bring back um so out of contract this is a long list i'm just gonna read through it mention who who's who's gone if we don't uh you know give them a better deal obviously jean-aniel returning from loan to cf montreal diego spale returning from loan to atletico madrid no yeah no. <laughs> Luke Singh, returning from loan to Toronto FC. Elias Iliadis, returning from loan to CF Montreal. Carl Howarth, retiring. Neba McDonald, out of contract. Maxime Tissot, out of contract. Tier Walker, out of contract. He was on like a youth thing or something, I think. I don't know. Yeah, I, Billy, so. I don't know and really understand them. Omar Darwish, same, same dealio, out of contract. He was on like a dev contract. Yeah, it's youth, youth sports, yeah. Um... Nathan Ingham and Sean Melvin are both out of contract. So with these players, who do you, who do you, who are you going to prioritize that we, you know, give them another contract to bring them back? Keep in mind, we're probably going to have to pay them more because it's going to be yes. a new contract. Yeah. Uh, number one, Nathan Ingham. Yes. Gotta put Nathan Ingham right at the top. He Absolutely. has to stay. Yep. I think he's going to fill that captain role next season. 
Um, I think that now that Carl's gone and we have Drew gone from the season before, um, Nate kind of naturally swings that role. But I also yeah. do think that we've seen him time and time again be the leader that the club needs. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's obviously top of my list. So Nathan yeah. Ingham, number one. Yeah. Number two, Diego Espeo. If we can somehow keep him <laughs> on a loan, I don't think it'll happen. But if we could, he's my number two. These questions um, are the tough ones with the lone ones, right? Because you, it's really up in the air. You have no idea. You have, you, you have to, you know, arrange another loan with the club. Yep. And they have to be willing to do it. Like, it's not normal to do a, a loan no, for a second not. year. And we already got Diego for a second year. <laughs> <laughs> but we could get him for a third year. Right? And, but the thing is, and then the player has to be like, okay, like, guys, like, I'm not going on loan again to Canada. Like, I, I want trade, to I want trade to tr- me to them. Or- <laughs> yeah, I want to try and actually break through the first team or, you know, or move move up to somewhere higher anyways yeah so um yeah so diego is is number three uh three two two uh three for me i'm gonna say iliadis again a loan situation yeah, i would, would love, love to see him stick him around back. yeah um and then uh, after that uh tier walker yeah i think tier tier put on some killer killer performances this year um young young player um he is under 21 i believe yeah he's 19 yeah i want to um, sign tier walker to a full professional contract for next i year. completely agree i completely agree with you and i would start him based on his performance i would start him in the in the starting 11 <clears throat> um i, so, I yeah, think so. that this i think that this, i mean obviously you know he might you might want to go back to school or or play semi-pro or whatever 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 the journey of a young player is but i would love to bring him in on a full pro contract and get him to you know bloom uh, with us in the CPL, I think it's a great environment for him, and I think he has so much potential. Yeah, I completely agree with you. Um, so yeah, so Tearwalker for sure. Um, all right, now we're kind of gonna get down into the, yeah. the the less the more murky parts of this this section. So Luke saying, I don't think he comes back. I think TFC is gonna s- steal him back again. Um, I would. I don't even him. know what his contract situation is like. To be honest yeah, with you, it's like a, it's a it's a loan, but I don't know what the yeah. But I, I don't know how much longer are. his contract at TFC runs for. Yeah. So um. So who knows? You know, if it's up and he becomes a free agent, then yeah, I pick him up. It gives us the opportunity to maybe pick him up. Um. Yeah. And I wouldn't hate that. Yeah. Honest. I mean, here's a guy who's gone on loan to you know two different CPL clubs now. Um. Is he ever going to crack TFC? No, I don't think so. I don't think he's at that level. You know, even though TFC no, are awful. Um, yeah, I- he probably <laughs> could play at TFC at this point. <laughs> Johnny and I are never going to not take a chance to No, to absolutely. A couple, a couple of days ago. <laughs> As a couple of Montreal fans. Yeah, a couple of days ago, they sealed a wooden spoon status in the MLS, despite beginning the season with the highest wage bill in the league. So we we'll love, love to see that. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't think he cracks TFC's lineup, so... I mean, if you know, if he becomes a free agent, I can I can see us jumping on it. I thought that he had a good season. Yeah, I agree. Um, so I I, I would take uh, Luke Singh. Hmm. Um, Max Tiso, I'm I'm a little bit more. That's on an the if. That's on. an iffy, isn't uh, it? Yeah, I don't I don't necessarily know one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, if we're going to sign him again, I think that he needs a, a locked starting role. Um, because if he doesn't, then, you know, at that point, what's the point of having him on the, on the, at the club? Cause I don't, I don't think he, Max Tiso is really like necessarily, uh, a, a sub player the same way other players are subs. If we have a permanent spot for him on the feet, on the pitch, great, super. Um, you know, we've seen him really turn it up sometimes. Um, but if we don't have that, you know, we're, we're in a bit more trouble. Plus, I mean, again, injuries have plagued him. Yeah, I mean, bit. if he's if he's going to be missing half the season with injury, like like sort of has been the the 
this season. Um, and also, man, I love Max Tissot. He put some really bad performances this season. He did. Um, he had some great performances. It sucks because last season also, he had some great performances. Yeah, but I mean, he's hot and cold. We talk about this all the time. And, on, and mm-hmm. it's our left flank is just always a problem. You know, it's always yeah. a liability. So I, I, I almost feel like we need, to, we need to go in another direction at left Yeah, back. get some fresh blood. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's kind of why I'm eh about him. Yeah. Yeah. If he, uh, Neva McDonald, he's leaving. That's God, fine. he's got to not that's come fine. back. I can't, um, I can't, <laughs> I can't, Johnny. I can't do another <laughs> season of Neva McDonald. I mean, we did, we hardly saw him this season anyway. So, um, Sean Melvin, this is a weird one, man. Like, he, I, it, I feel it, like Sean Melvin's going to want to go somewhere to be a starter. He's been two, two years at backup so. now at his age. I hope he wants to go somewhere, or I hope he ends up somewhere else. Honestly, yeah. Um, you look around, you look around the league, uh, and there are some real like locked in starting keepers, mm-hmm. but I don't think Callum Irving is that good. I could see Sean Melvin taking his spot. Um, I think Melvin's probably a better keeper in my opinion. Yeah. Um, at least more consistent anyway. Um, so yeah, I as much as I love keeping players in our club and like having a little empire that we built. Yeah. Um, there's a time you have to, you know, if you love something, let it go. Yeah. Um, and I think we're at that point with Sean Melvin where I want him to develop his career yeah. and whether that's with another club in the premier in the Canadian premier league or whether it's with another club somewhere else. Um, but I do think that he's good enough to be a starting keeper in this league. It's just, it can't, it's not gonna be with us, especially not with Nathan Ingham in, in that position. Well, now the other part of that expression is, and if it comes back, it's yours. So maybe he, if if we find out that he, you know, is fine playing backup, then you know cool. that's a that's a no brainer for me. We would love to keep him. <laughs> that's the case, yeah. I mean, some people are okay with that. Maybe he's like, ah, eh, I don't really care. <laughs> yeah, it's just, well, again, it's a, it's a solid. He's definitely a super solid backup. Yeah. Like he's a starting keeper that we have as a backup. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, who else on here? Omar Darwish, frig. I'd love to sign him to a full pro contract too. From what yep. I've heard, he's been just balling out uh, for Carlton. He's already scored. Um, you know, we we need to, we need to start getting Ravens. We need to start yes. getting Ravens. So I. Oh think, man, Eddie is going to be so happy to hear you say that. Hell yeah! <laughs> but all the all the all the GGs alumni are going to hate you. I don't give a <laughs> shit, dude. I'm a friggin' Raven forever, dog. I'm alumni of Carlton <laughs> through and through. Um. That's the end of the list. Yeah, that's a lot. A lot leaving. A lot leaving, and you know, four of them on loan, one of them retiring. So it's yeah, it's going to be you know probably an even bigger turn, bigger turnover this year than in previous years. Obviously, bigger than last year. Probably even bigger but, than the year before. But in saying that, that is something that we discussed in being like maybe that's what we need. We need a little bit of a Halifax Wanderers scrub in yep. the off season. Yep, absolutely. I'm down. Bring in a bunch of you know young guns from Vaughn. <laughs> man i've been watching like league one quebec i keep wanting to say plsq but i changed it i keep i keep i've been watching like league one quebec highlights looking to looking to see who's going to be the next eight young ato star i I feel like i feel like ato should just hire you as like a like a contract scout you know right i'll just go and look (laughs) at who's the leading scorer list and be like sign this guy sign these people (laughs) because they score real money ball over here (laughs) real money ball over here it can be you know what scouting semi-pro can be a little rough though because you've got like there's there can be situations just like oh this is the top scorer we should look into this guy but he's like 25 and has never played full pro and you're like maybe there's a reason for this you know what i mean like yeah 
Yeah. Exactly. Maybe some not every player is like cut out for like the professional environment. You know what I mean? Like training day in day out and dedicating yeah. your life to that. So it can be it can be hit or miss. I know that Halifax had a hit when they got Massimo Farron, but I mean Massimo Farron is absolutely not League One Canada level. He's a USL player that had to stay in Canada because he was anti-vax. So yeah, he was balling <laughs> out at Vaughn, scoring you know like two goals a game, but uh, that was way below his level. <laughs> yeah. So maybe yeah. we can find some diamonds like that. Who knows? I mean, he's yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, that there, there's our roster update for what who who we've got returning, who we've got options for, and who's out of contracts. So yeah, like we said, gonna be a, yeah, a little bit of a little bit of a shift for the pod. But you know what? Yeah. The season's over. So this is the kind of stuff we're gonna spend the next months of our lives agonizing about. My yeah. wife's probably gonna want to smother me with a pillow when I keep talking about yep. random players yep. who play in you know semi pro leagues in Canada and how they're gonna be the the next you know golden boot winner for ato next season but i get everyone else gets to start celebrating the playoffs but we're gonna start celebrating silly season baby it's my yeah, favorite season of the it. year what, you, you think you think that it's over just because the season's over no <laughs> now it's time <laughs> it's to troll not. social media follows and discord yes. discussions and so. things and such <laughs> oh okay well you know what i think it's time for the last mailbag of the season Let's do it. Yeah, you heard enough from us. Now it's time to hear from you. CCSG <laughs> mailbag. 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 It's the mailbag. It's the last mailbag of the season. Uh yeah. Welcome to the the last mailbag of the after the ATO after the whistle 2023 season. Um, we've been your hosts, Johnny and Pat. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but uh, this is the part where you guys get to host because it's the mailbag. Oh, yeah. uh, so you send in your questions, your queries, your comments. Some of these are just statements, I think, um, which is good. We like those ones as well. We appreciate uh, you've been doing the heavy lifting the past few weeks when we've, uh, you know, been not exactly <laughs> yeah. up to talking about this team. <laughs> yeah, Johnny and I have just outsourced the last couple yeah. of podcasts. <laughs> we crowdsourced them to yeah. you. Um, so, you know, that's, again, one of the best parts of being a member of Capital City Supporters is that you get your own podcast sometimes with us. There you go. <laughs> so. Um, so, yes. So it's not like super heavy this week, probably because, you know, we delayed it for a few days. We did. Yeah. Um, sorry. I was yeah, I was at a conference in Luxembourg. So that's okay. it's, a, it's a tough life over here in Europe. <laughs> oh no! I had to go to Luxembourg. Although I found out, I found out on Monday that there was a there's like a, a Luxembourg league matches on Sunday that I could have gone to and I didn't. And I found out on Monday, and they only play on weekends, and I was really sad about it. <laughs> Although my wife, I feel like, was happy about it because she, I, she, I didn't drag her to another, yeah, <laughs> another yeah. football match. Um, here's a weird question. I should probably know this, but Luxembourg, like, yes, do they they have their own league? Yeah, they do. Yeah, it's uh. Hold on, I'm trying. See, to I thought that there was Luxembourg teams that played in like there the, is. the Swiss league or something like there, that. Uh, they play in the Belgian league, actually. Oh, okay, Luxembourg that makes sense. football league. It is called the Luxembourg National Division. Okay, it's the highest football league in Luxembourg. Well, which, for go. those of you listening, you don't know where Luxembourg is. It's essentially just like a tiny country between Belgium, France, and Germany. Yeah. Um, which, you know, historically speaking, is not a great place to be, but somehow they're still independent. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they're, uh, it's basically just a city and uh, it, it's only like 80 kilometers across. So it's a tiny, tiny country. But they, for small. some reason, they have their own 
domestic league with 16 teams. 16 teams! (laughs) And and we can barely keep eight! (laughs) Yeah, there's 16 teams, uh, and they played a a bunch of games on Sunday, and I missed them because now I'm sad about it. No, it's a bummer. Part of a... Next time, next time. Part of a, uh, you know, cultural triumvirate uh, called the Benelux of Belgium and Netherlands and Luxembourg. I know these little facts. country, historically. I know these little facts because I used to live in Belgium. But uh, to Johnny, just the, the flex, throwing the flex out there. Uh, but yeah, when you drive past it, if you blink, you miss it. Um, yeah, basically. it's super pretty, very pretty. Country. Oh, it's gorgeous! It's gorgeous. Um, yeah, it's so that was a part of the pod where we talk about Luxembourg. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now that we've completed our, our 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 deep dive into the Luxembourg Premier Division, Ugh, get back to the mailbag. <laughs> Let's get back um, to the mailbag. Here's a good one to get back on track. What's your best starting eleven of 2023? Uh, okay. All right. I'm going to do it. Uh, I'm just going to, so obviously I'm going to go four, one, four, one, because that was my favorite of all season. Nate Ingham, obviously that's the the lock starter. Yep. So Nate Ingham in the back, uh, in the middle, uh, I'm going to put tier Walker and, um, Diego Espeo. Okay. Uh, and then Miguel Acosta and I'm not going to lie. Putting tier Walker above Luke Singh, given the amount of minutes that each one played is a bit of a bit of a ballsy move. I, I like it. I, you know, I'm I'm this. My, that's my hot take, John. This is my guy. team. This mm. is my team yeah, that no, I'm playing. That's probably how you passed me in fantasy. <laughs> 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 um, and then I would probably, honestly, put Luke Singh in the back somewhere. Um, so I would I would leave him there. Yeah. Um, in the middle, I would put Zappa. Uh, so okay, sorry. You, in the defensive four, you've got Espeo and Tier Walker and Luke Singh. Yes, I'm doing it. I'm, and, I'm going. I'm and Miguel Costa and. And Miguel Acosta. Okay. Yeah. Heard it. And then Zappa in the in the six, mm-hmm. obviously. Uh, and then I'm going to go with Ollie. Uh, yeah. Ollie. Iliadis. And then oof, uh, I want to say Assy, but he's super, super. He has been super rough this season mm-hmm. in the wings. Um, maybe, maybe Gabby. Uh, Antonoro. And then, yeah, that's a. So you've got, um, you've got, okay, sorry. So the four, one, four, one after the four, the one, you've got Zappa in the, in the six. Yeah. Um, and then who's in your midfield four? Ollie and Iliadis and. Ollie and Iliadis in the middle. And then I'm going to put. Oh boy, man. Uh, honestly, this... <laughs> I don't know who to put in our wingbacks, man. So I mean I'm get yeah no right wing and left wing is it's those those have been I know those not, are our, not like, great those for the are whole my season really. right now. Um, I mean like I w- I would say I mean I guess we kind of have to put, put Assy on one side. Yeah, we can put Assy on right um, wing. I mean I'm down. Like obviously he's had some down moments, but he's had some baller games too. So I true, think he easily makes true. our best eleven. Um, and then left. Uh, I I mean I. I think the most consistent performers this season on the left wing has been Max Tissot, but so you're going to put Max Tissot at left wing in a four, one, four, one. I mean, I could, I mean, it's like, even though he didn't really play there, I think it works because you know, his, his, some of his defensive stats have not been very good, but his offensive stats have been a bit better. So sure. Like, like you said, it's your team. It is my team, but also yes, I I think his defensive stats been rough, but he has had some some shining moments in the offense. Um, he's not as versatile <laughs> as Miguel Acosta, but hey, whatever, man. Yeah, 
Um, and then at the top, I am going to put, let's throw Sammy Salter. Sammy Salter at the top. Yeah. Well, I mean, it makes sense just by the pure fact that Ruben didn't score any goals. But uh, yeah. yeah, I'm probably like not too dissimilar. Like I would be doing like a like a four one four one four through three same dealio. Um, except I think it was really telling that you didn't you you you, you didn't put any of our left backs at left back. <laughs> oh no, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's but I mean, also, you know, it just, it's it just also almost one in the morning. Here. It just says what our left back depth was like this season, which was not that. Yeah, good. it was just a question mark yeah. the whole time, and I'm like, eh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so I'm obviously Ingham at keeper. I'm putting Tiso yeah. at left back just because we need a left back. Um, I'm putting. Uh, I'm putting Acosta at right back, and I'm putting a defensive pairing of Espeo, and I'm going to pick Wimet. Oh, interesting. Just okay. to change it up. Just to change it up. I like it. Uh, defending mid, obviously Zappa, midfield, rest of the midfield, same as you, Ollie and Iliadis. Um, I'm putting Salter at striker as well. Assi at right wing. And then at left wing, you know, it's, you know what? I might put... I don't want to put Gianni De Santos. I put either. I put either. I know both of us avoided it. We're I like, know, uh. right? It's on a left wing. I'm either putting Antonaro or you know even Zach Verhoeven possibly. Yeah. Just yeah. just to switch it up a little bit. Probably Antonaro. Maybe I don't know. It's our, our whole left side has been a liability, the, you, dude. Our left side's been a liability. The, but at least with Antonaro, you're getting the chaos factor of our left side being a liability. And I love the kid. Yeah. Exactly. Um, all right, here's another one. Speaking of positions, given that playing out of position was a major theme of this season, what would be your ideal out of position eleven? Oh boy, for our team. I love this. Salter at C. Oh, just- <laughs> don't don't go into it. All right. Okay, so my out of positions, I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna start from the top and work my way backwards. Okay. Um. So I am going to. I'll just. St- I'll keep a, a four four. I think I'm just gonna keep four four two because that's generally like the most generic. Yeah. Um, you know, formation. Mm-hmm. So at the top, I'm going to put Yeah, who can you be uh, as, as a striker who's not a striker? Neba. I'm gonna put Neba <laughs> as a striker. Uh with with uh Zappa. Neba and Zappa are my strikers. Let's do this together. So instead of one <laughs> okay. after the other, we'll make us together. Yeah. You know who I'm putting okay. at striker? I'm putting a Speo at striker. I love it. You know I why? You know how sometimes Hail Hail Mary at the end of the game they'll throw the center back up a striker and just ping balls oh, to him yeah, because I they're like good that. at headers? Yeah. Because of the headers, bro. Imagine Espeo at the end of crosses. <laughs> <laughs> okay, perfect. Yeah, let's just we'll just alternate through the positions. All right. So we're moving back. So left midfield uh in the four four two. Uh on left midfield, I am going to put let's go with Sean Melvin. Sean Melvin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see it. <laughs> because he's been left out so much this season. That's true. Exactly. <laughs> so we're gonna put him at left. Midfield. See what I did there? Yep. It's okay. It sucked. <laughs> yep. I did see it. This wasn't that funny. All right. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Um. <laughs> All right. Right. Right wing. Who are we putting that right wing? Yeah. The old. Uh, the old right. Right wing. Uh, right midfield. Let's throw. Uh. You know what? Let's put. <sighs> you know who I'm putting at right wing. Zach Verhoeven, because that's probably his best position, but he never gets to play it. <laughs> that's true. All right. We'll play. We'll so that's my out of position. Do him a favor. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, all right. So the two center mids. Let's uh, let's talk about those positions. Um, we- <laughs> I, 
Where are we going to put Ingham? This is my question. I kind of want to put Ingham in the center mids, man. Yeah, I want to okay. give him a chance to bag some goals. Why? <laughs> just to get goals? Because it's Nate Ingham, and like, yeah, he would just he would look good there. I think. Do you think he could be like a defensive mid destroyer? You know, because he's stopping. He's so good. <laughs> oh at no, no, no! Balls. If we're putting him in the center mids, I want him to be like a attacking mid. I want him to be an AM <laughs> playing at ten. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, him in the ten, and then I think in the eight, let's throw, uh, let's throw. Uh, let's throw Del Campo in the in the defensive midfield. All right, I'm super down. Because they, they both have the same hair, yeah. so I think that's what we should go with for this one. I think Ingham being an outfield player is we're we're robbed of of his flow running around the pitch. You know how yeah, good would his flow look if he was just running around everywhere? But if we combine his flow with with Ruben Del Campo's flow, you know, it'd be like smashing two atoms together. This yeah. is some Oppenheimer shit right there. Great stuff. <laughs> All right, who who, we, who who could be a good center back who's not a center back? Oh, man. Uh, a good center back who's not a center back. <laughs> I'm putting Iliadis at center back. Yeah, and I'm going to pair him. We should pair him with Gianni Dos Santos. <laughs> <laughs> What's the logic? Where he's not, he's not able to use any of his speed, really. <laughs> he's, far, he's, he's, he's so far back. That he won't be tempted to take a long shot because he'll say, "Oh no, even even for me, this is a bit too far back. <laughs> this is too much." <laughs> uh, I love it. Uh, this is a wild all right. segment. All right, so Who's... we got our we got our wing backs. <laughs> I don't know. I can't think of any funny ones for that. Who's who's keeper though? Uh oh man, who is keeper? Uh, I'm gonna say I, Sacco. Sacco's our keeper. Okay, why? Because <laughs> he's tiny. <laughs> I was gonna say Assy for kind of the same reason, just like skinny fast boys. Yeah. Oh man, what a what a what a terrible team. <laughs> what a bit that was. Oh wait, yeah, wait. We, so yeah, so we put yeah we put Neba and and Zappa in the top. I think. Sure, I think we did. Yeah, <laughs> we let this segment get out, get get we, we did get out of our hands here. Um, yeah. Back to seriousness. What's the first thing you're looking for in this off season? Oh God, um, I, I, I where to begin? N- new, new players. Honestly, like I, I think we have to look at the shortcomings of the club. Yeah, man. Yeah, we just got real serious. We went from that to like, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. No, we have to look at the short cl- shortcomings of the club this season, um, especially in the last. I'm going to say it's seven or eight games, because to me, that's the that's the part of the season we have the opportunity to learn the most from. Yeah. Um, and if we're going to do that, I think we really have to take a deep dive into what we are putting out there as far as the team structure goes, mm-hmm. and start identifying the weakness <clears throat> areas. And we've identified at least one all season which is the left side of the pitch um but i think there is you know a little bit of improvements to be done in every area of the team mm-hmm. um so i think that that's we have to kind of take a step back and and holistically look at the club and say like where do we need to start looking at new players for? yeah um and that'll drive obviously where we're offering options where we're looking at new contracts all that stuff but I think that's got to be the first thing we have to do is start looking at new players and, and which players are leaving and where we're going to plug those holes because there's going to be some holes. I think that we need to be having an actual pragmatic approach to our roster build. Um, yeah. I don't want to just be signing players because they're available. Uh, and some of, some of our signings you know, in the past two seasons have sort of given off that vibe. I mean, obviously, Ali Bassett panned out, 
But, you know, he was available. He underperformed at Pacific. Gianni DeSantos, he was available. Noah Verhoeven, we're his third CPL team now. Did we yeah. just pick him up because he was available? He was Canadian. He's familiar with the league. I don't want to be just picking up other teams' scraps. You know what I yeah. mean? We need an actual focused, we're picking this player to fit this position. This is a need that we have. Not just let's get a yeah. ragtag and group as, of scraps as, and try and p- p- make some, put them together and make something. Yeah. No, I, I agree. And as much as I hate to say this, because, you know, I hate Halifax, but I, I do think that they took that approach in the offseason mm-hmm. of, signing players that will actually fit the the, the system the club is building mm-hmm. versus just looking in in the cpl and be like oh well who's out there that's available like half i think over half the players they signed um in the off season were all players that were playing in a, one of the league one levels you know across canada there's a couple uh, yeah, them, for sure yeah, but, yeah a bunch of them came in from league one ontario some of them came from league one quebec so it's 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 to me that's the kind of stuff we should be looking at vice just being like, oh, well, who's out of contract? And who can we pick up? That might yeah, be? exactly. And, I, and uh, caveat, there is players, and we'll talk about them, I'm sure, in a little bit, mm-hmm. that I would love to see us poach yeah. from other teams. Mm-hmm. I would love, there's a few of them. But with that being said, I don't, I don't think that that's the, the primary source of players that we should be looking at. So I kind of agree with you Yeah, there. No, agreed. <clears throat> and you know we have to do it in the off season, not wait until halfway th- until you know July, oh, like we did the, yeah. like we did this year. Um, I mean, we did. To, that being said, we did get lucky with Zappa. So, and I think that was all 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 ATM, not necessarily ATO. Yeah. Um, but he filled a role that I think I think that was a great signing of all the signings. I think that was probably the best one this season. No, absolutely. But I want baller signings like this in the off season and not have to you know play an entire half a season without a starting like, I don't want to watch a half season. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I know you'll get a lot of on-the-pitch questions, so here is an off-the-pitch one. Oh, okay. In what ways did CCSG grow off-the-pitch this season? What are your favorite CCSG things to happen this season? And I also want to know from both Johnny and Patrick, how do you think CCSG will grow this off-season? What would you like to see happen next season? So you, you, you gave us five questions there, which is yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's a real, real Gatling gun of questions. Um, so all right, well, let's, let's we grow every year because we're massive. What's, what's your, you yeah. know, how, how have we grown this year? I mean, look, look at our writer shed this year. For writer God's shed. Sake. Yeah. I, I was literally about to say that. Like, honestly, writer shed this season has just been off the charts. On I point. think that getting, getting a foot in the door for the press conferences, uh, and then doing the forward press, getting the player, player power rankings from, um, uh, Patty Gibson, mm-hmm. um, getting the even the footy one one by Megan like is good yeah. because it it helps kind of grow the culture and grow the understanding of the of the beautiful game. Yeah, I think the writer shed has to you know get get the get the accolades. Crazy Johnny shed, and I are just just two dudes with microphones talking out of our butts most weeks, but it's awesome to see other people jumping on the old bandwagon. Yeah, <laughs> to dude, get I mean products out there for the club. On, like how many how many articles does CCSG put out every week? You know, we've that got like we, we've got like two forward presses. We have a player rankings. It's just it's, well, I think I saw I think I saw Patty Gibson had posted basically like his like end of year wrap up of how much he had written yeah. for his player rankings, and it's it's bonkers. He's written like, a book that is, this year. It, I, I know, I'm like that's bonkers. He's probably written more that, than I have ever written in my entire life, and I have an English degree. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just it, and I think that that's the kind of engagement that we need, and and we need to foster. So. I would say, I think Johnny and I are both in agreement here. Writer Shed has got to be yep. the, the MVP Absolutely. for uh, 
uh, the way that we've grown off the pitch this season. Absolutely. No, we love it. <clears throat> um, what was your favorite CCSG thing that happened this season, Johnny? Uh, I, for me, probably like, I know it's not really related to CPL, but I, but I, I think that our um, Premier League Fantasy League has, has already proven oh. to be like a huge success. It's so um, fun. We've raised so much money with it. And there's also the turnout is insane. There's 75 people in this league. You know, including yeah, Carl, including Howard. players, <laughs> like, <laughs> massive success. Uh, something that we need to do every year for sure. Yeah, agreed, agreed. And it's funny because like I I joined the the fantasy league the year before this year, and then again this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm also in my like fantasy NFL league. And everyone's ragging on me because they're like, you're not setting your law. You're not like engaged. And I'm like, I don't care about this league anymore. Leave me alone. I, I, like, I, I care about fantasy premier league now. <laughs> it's uh, no, and I'm saying, dude, like I, I've, it's fun, I'm, man. It's a, it's a lot of fun. The, yeah, the group man. chat's great. Yeah. It's well, like, that's just the, the group chat too, right? Like, um, yeah. Cause if you're an EPL fan and you're part of the league, you get invited to the group chat, which yeah. is super fun because that's it's fantastic. literally just like a bunch of EPL fans of all different flavors. You got Carnage. gunners, you got, yeah it's carnage yeah. you got spurs fans like, yeah. like and everyone's just posting like dumb football memes yeah. and like stuff to see so it's I good it. i love it um but yeah no i like i'm i went from being you know sort of famously not caring about my lineup ever every week and then just not doing it to now i curate it every week i'm i'm actually like keeping up with it and we're already what seven games in the season or something like that and i've actually been keeping up with it and i'm doing yeah, well no, yeah you're you're beating me now which yeah, is dude. crazy where am i, I hate that Although I got the last week average is 44. I got 67. It go. was a good week Let's for me go. while everyone else just really just took a shit. It was great. <laughs> um, yeah, actually, where am I? Let's, let's find, let's find out Johnny. Yeah. I will give you the, uh, Oh, whoa, no, I jumped up a bunch. I'm now 19. So okay. Okay. What am I? Uh, Johnny McCarthy. You're 60. Bro, go. you're like top 20, Johnny. Top Let's 20. Go. Let's go. <laughs> the rise begins. You're, yeah, you're, you're, uh, you're, Oh no, we're tied. Oh, okay. So Ooh, this uh, is juicy. 19, 18, 17, and 16 are all at 470 points. It's close. It's close, just like uh, the CPL. The only reason, the only reason <laughs> you're above me is um, I, I honestly don't know. I don't know, probably I don't know how this at works. Some point. I have <laughs> I to ask either. questions every week. I'm like, what is a, what is a free hit? <laughs> like, I, don't know how to, I don't know how to play this game. Yeah, I, uh, I, I used my wild card because my team was ass for yeah. a while. And I was like, oh, I have a lot of injuries. I should probably. The same. Yeah, I had like and it five. Worked out. Yeah. It worked out because I hit 67 points last week. There so, yes. Fan- all that to say, fantasy <laughs> is uh, is a lot of fun. Definitely. And if you're not in it this season, get in next season. Yeah, for absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. Even if you're not like a, a football fan, it just gives you something fun to read about. Mm-hmm. And like you get to pick your lineup and like it's, I don't know, it's fun to just trash talk at the chad mostly yep absolutely um i love that we expanded our capo team you know we brought in billy yes. we brought in alina um alina yeah it's, it's been wonderful you know having new faces um on our uh, capo stand it's you know more people getting involved is always great yep yep like i said we've been growing yes um so speaking of growing uh johnny and patrick how do you think the ccsg will grow this off season mm. um you know what? I think we just, it, it's just going to be a snowball. I think we're going to have even more people wanting to step up to be capos. Um, we're going to have more people want to step up and write articles. And, you know, you know on, on that note, I'm going to you know, tell everyone out there right now, if you want to get involved in anything, just, you know, email us. Email, email CCSG. Yeah. Message any of us individually. We'll make it happen, Captain, because, like, everybody is welcome to contribute in any way that they can. This is, you know, and this that's is how, a actually, that's how a lot, a lot of the people, like, we just, we just, 
gave the the laurels to the writer shed, but a lot of the people that are writing currently in the writer shed literally had just messaged us and were like, "Hey, I have this idea for a weekly or biweekly article yeah. that I'd like to write." And we're like, "Hell yeah, bro, go mm-hmm. for it for sure!" Like, exactly. And, and now it's published on all of our social media and stuff. So there you go. Again, yeah, if you have anything at all, um, you know, even if it's just like something cool that you're like, "Oh, maybe uh, again, not getting any ideas," but maybe even if you have like a I don't know, profiles of players out there that might be able to make it in the CPL or or someone who's like really into university football who wants to do like profiles of <clears> university <throat> football players, anything at all, just bring it to us, send us an email or a message or DM on, on any social media platform. Um, and we'll give you a voice because honestly, like that's, you know, I, I joke saying every week that the best part of being a member of CCSG is you get to put something in this mailbag. <laughs> but honestly, the best part of being a member of CCSG is like, the the community itself like if you want to produce something we're fully behind you to produce it yep no it's true and that's and that's how we've that's how we've gotten where we're at yeah honestly that's how you survive year after year right because i mean it's like supporters culture you always have people that you know they'll contribute a lot they'll give a lot of themselves to a thing um people can burn out you know what i mean and and we don't we want we don't want to have people you know forced to to do something that they don't have their heart in so you know sometimes you got to hand the keys over to other people and you know, if you can, yeah, like if you Thomas, can... Thomas burned out and now he works for the club. <laughs> <laughs> Good show. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, you know, I love you, you Thomas. You I love, love you, Thomas. Bro. Um, you always need like a succession plan, right? So, you mm-hmm. know, if, if whoever's next up, you, you know, you, you hand the keys over. So exactly. anyone who wants to get involved, please get involved because it's the best way to grow this thing. It's the best way to it ensure really the longevity of this thing. Too many supporters yeah. groups just burn out and then they don't exist anymore. Um, yep. And we're too big for this to happen. So we are, we are too massive for that to happen. <sighs> exactly. Exactly. Um, this is a good one. Given the relatively tight margins of missing the playoffs, and given that if we drew our stoppage time losses, we'd be second, which is funny. Oh, <laughs> we'd be oh second God. place. <laughs> I I wish I could erase my memory of having read and heard that. Yeah, I yeah, didn't. yeah. Um, oh my God! Yeah. Why would you? Uh, who sent this? So given <laughs> who sent the, So given you know that, uh, and while disappointing, did we really have such a bad year? I mean, I think that. We had a we had a mediocre year in a year that we couldn't afford to have a mediocre year. Um, the new playoff format obviously changed things, and then the fact that the playoff race was so tight mm-hmm. um, changed things. So I don't think we necessarily had like the worst season possible, <clears throat> but like, ugh, man, I just uh, we could have been second. I'm gonna go on the other side of that coin and say, yeah, we had a really bad year. Um, to go from winning the regular season to coming sixth place and missing out playoffs in a year where they literally expanded how many people get to be in the playoffs yeah. is a meme. And the way that we did it was also meme And like you said, the playoff race was was so tight. And the fact that we absolutely just dropped the ball and shit the bed at the end and then dropped out of it. Yeah, yeah that's awful. Awful year. Yeah, but that being said, I mean, I had this discussion with my wife because she was like, <laughs> when we lost to York and I was like angry, but not like, crazy angry Mm -hmm. she was like well she's like why are you like you're taking this like relatively well i'm like yeah (laughs) because as much as i hate the fact that we just got knocked out of the playoffs and our season's over um i was also like to me this is the biggest lesson you know we talked about it last week i think the best case scenario is us crashing out of the playoffs to be like this what we're doing is not working And if you want to continue to do that, it's going to continue to not work. Yeah. So you need to change something. You need to address. And 
and that's that's where we're at right now. Yeah, um, fair enough. So. Fair enough. Plus, I mean, it made me sad because now I don't get to like have after the whistle chats with Johnny every week. So thanks a lot, ATO. You're ruining my <laughs> thanks, guys. <laughs> my weekly chats with Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> we can still have a weekly call. We just won't post it on the internet. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, unless we did, that's what the people unless want. Unless that's what the people want. <laughs> you guys want to know what we talk about? <laughs> it's just John, Johnny and I doing like live streaming the match, and like we're like it's like a Twitch stream, and we're just like, <laughs> but, but ATO isn't involved at all. We're just getting all the other teams, yeah. <laughs> just drinking copious amounts of alcohol. Yeah, yeah that'd be yeah. great. Um, <laughs> I'm now imagining, yeah, just an after the whistle where we 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 sum up the other games, but we just absolutely yeah, we just call it d- we, yeah, teams. we just like it's like after ATO during ATO during the whistle. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness! Um, uh, this is gonna be a long yeah. one. <laughs> All right, I got you. What are we at? We're, we're well over an hour already. That's I love fine. it. You know okay. what? It's the last one of the season. Okay. We might as well close it out strong. Uh, all right. How how good did it feel to see AAJ slash Henry Masterclass Tag Team on fucking up last week? <laughs> <laughs> it may have saved, may not have saved our season, but at least we got a good laugh at the Timbits box to end things this year. Wish you lads the best in the offseason and can't wait for after the whistle in 2024. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Chris statement. Um, I, yeah. I loved it. It was I great, it. dude. Me, it was great. Oh, my God. It was so good because it's like two of their like premier star players. Yeah, dude. Okay. Combining for like multiple errors. So, it was so good. The goal. So the goal. Yes. Um, they play there. There was an angle of it from like behind Iliadis. Uh-huh. And so Kyle Becker drops to the deck. Ashton Johnson drops to the deck. And yeah. then in this angle, you see the two of them just on the ground. And then Iliadis standing about to chip it over uh, Henry's uh, right side. And that image, I screenshotted it. I'm going to put it as my phone background. It is beautiful. Yes. It's like, remember a few years back, um, it was the uh, 5-1 Liverpool against Arsenal. And uh, yes. Robbie, uh, Bobby Firmino scored, th- scored a hat trick. Um, yes. And I remember when he literally, of course, of course I he that. literally had like three of the Arsenal players like on their ass on the ground. That gave me the yeah. same same vibe. There you go. Like two, like there two of go. the best players in the league in Becker and Ashton Janssen, and both of them are literally just ass down on the turf with Idiotis about to put it in the net. It was it was gorgeous. Over arguably one of the best keepers in the league, statistically speaking. So <laughs> you know what? It's just the trifecta. It's just so good. Yeah, we loved it. We didn't. So, we didn't get to celebrate it as anything, you know, good for the season. But it was, you know, it was still a little moral victory right at the end. We got to have our second win <laughs> over Ford. The best. Um. All right. This. You now we got we got a couple of funny ones here. Um, I love it. With the NHL season back. Which non-Canadian ATO player do you think would be the best hockey player? Oh, man. <laughs> this is a good I, one. First of all, love the question. Mm. Uh, I would love to see... I would love to see Diego Spay on skates. Okay. I would love I would love that. I think that it would be hilarious because he has such a, like, like magnetic personality. Yeah. Like, he's just kind of like... A, 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 like a kind of like just like a funny guy yeah. like and i would just love to see him out there on skates trying to like because he's a big, also a big dude too so like he can throw his weight around um and on skates with pads he's probably even more huge you're right um, his personality <laughs> might actually lend well to being a hockey player I, you know, I know. can you imagine the chirping so, and the joking and shit <laughs> yeah it would be chirping and joking but in like like 
you know, a bit of bit of Spanish and broken English yeah, mixed together. You can't be mad at me. Like, you can't so be mad at me. I'm yeah, a funny exactly. guy. No one can be mad at him. <laughs> yeah, he would like apologize after just absolutely like like murdering some dude into the boards. Lo siento, lo siento. Speaking of, speaking of, I think Del Campo would be an absolute menace. The way that that guy oh, just yes, runs around would. and presses, like he would be absolutely yes, boarding would. people all game long. Yeah, yeah, he would. Yeah, he would be the player that people hate to play against yeah. for sure. And he's also a pretty boy, which can work for a hockey. Player. In hockey, yeah, true. <laughs> and yeah, and he has the hockey hair too, yep. so he would have been. He'd be uh, good. I think we've got our. Uh, I think we've got our choice here. <laughs> <laughs> but I also love how this is like the second time that Johnny and I in this podcast are talking about how hot <laughs> Ruben Del Campo is. <laughs> I, love ah. I love it. ATO after the whistle, baby. <laughs> um all right last after, after the whistle after dark after dark <laughs> <laughs> um all right last last mailbag question of the season um you're putting together a team to rob a bank you need muscle a lookout a tech guy and a getaway driver <laughs> i wonder if people are still listening at this point they're like all right you guys are just talking about nonsense now that's enough um so you need muscle a lookout a tech guy and a getaway driver which ato player is filling these roles who uh I'll let you go first. I'm Muscle sorry. I'm picking I'm picking Neba for sure. That dude would absolutely destroy anybody. Yeah, except like he would pull his hamstring like five seconds into the bankrupt. I am purposefully <laughs> ignoring that part. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's your lookout? My lookout, uh, obviously. <laughs> the same question, Miguel Acosta. Yeah, 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 the same thing. <laughs> it's not even a question. Mr. Thousand Yard Stare. He could see it coming a mile away. <laughs> yeah, and then, you know, if someone has questions, or if someone's like, "Why? what are you doing there, man? He would just, like, hike his shorts up, and they'd be distracted. Yeah. So. And he could just, yeah. No, it's it's Miguel. Yeah. Um, tech guy. Oh, boy. I know who uh, I'm who who you got? I'm picking Ollie Bassett because I'm sorry I love you, Ollie, but he looks like a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was gonna go the opposite route and pick Carl Howarth. Oh, <laughs> be like, because he probably wouldn't understand all the new tech that's out there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> we're just oh man i hope they're not listening right now here's a, here, here's, here's a guy who has texted with t9 on a flip phone before <laughs> I know after the listeners probably don't know what that is <laughs> yeah, true true all right getaway, position, driver. getaway yeah getaway driver um you know what i don't know i'm picking ingham ingham he's okay. he's, he's he, i don't know why but he seems like a guy who who, who knows his way around a freaking fast car I can't yeah, really explain true. it. He just seems like it, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. He seems like, and he would have like a really cool catchphrase, you know? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He would whenever <laughs> when 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 he like pulls up to pick everyone up, he'd have like something real real funny to say. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So yes, I I agree with that. Um, yeah. The only other alternative to me would obviously be Zach Verhoeven because he would be subbing in at the, on the bank robbery. He would just <laughs> show up at the, very the end. end. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> getting everybody out of trouble. No, no, that's a good show. That's a good show. Yeah. Speaking of Ingham, he would he would be a prime hockey player. I yeah, forgot about would, that part. True. Actually, he's got but the hockey hair also, and he's got I the chirps. You, he's probably played hockey. Oh, definitely, yeah, oh true. for sure. He must have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for that mailbag. We definitely <laughs> went uh, went off the path a little bit there, but we sure we sure did. <sighs> like we said, but we appreciate it. We appreciate you guys sending these in every week. Hell yeah. So. Hell yeah. I mean, like we said, sometimes it does a lot of heavy lifting if we just don't have the heart. 
it gives it gives it gives us a laugh. And I know for me personally, I appreciate it because it's almost one thirty in the morning, and I'm still up talking to Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> and who would be on our bank robbery team from no, my exactly. NPL soccer know. club? <laughs> if you have made it this far in the podcast. <laughs> you've made it here we are debuting a special announcement that uh we are yes we 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 didn't say we were gonna do it there was no news about this before we're just throwing this out uh out this is like open. an after the credits at a marvel movie exactly, better, exactly. i hope you it's stuck around easter egg if you have made it this far every year uh, actually this is the second year now that we have introduced a, a ccsg supporter of the year award last year it was bryce that was a no-brainer is now president who is now president yes this year we have already chosen a supporters of the year uh winner and i'm not gonna lie to you it was pretty unanimous it was also a bit of a no-brainer and the winner of the 2023 ccsg supporter of the year is none other than our boy john hopkins let's go oh got him this, Congratulations. This dude stepped up like crazy. He, yes. He basically cura- he, he's basically in charge of the writer's shed, you know, telling people what to do and stuff. He's involved Honestly, in when, discussions when you said he basically cured, day. I was like, cured. I thought you were going, he basically cured cancer. I was like, that's pretty far. <laughs> Did a lot. Maybe not that. <laughs> yeah. John, we love you. And uh, yeah, we love you. You John. worked your ass off this you year. Congratulations. It. CCSG supporter of the year. Yes, from from all of all of the the host and all of the staff and production crew of ATO after the whistle. Yeah, congratulations. We were going to announce it at the uh, end of season event, but uh, yeah, we decided to throw a curveball and then just do it right now, yeah. anyways. So whatever. Yeah, so it'll still be a surprise for a lot of you that don't listen. That to don't listen to an hour and a half of this meandering episode. It's, shh, it's fine. It's we don't fine. care. We're having a good time. We don't care. It's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is the we last one. Okay? And we never will. It's the last one. <laughs> oh my god. Anyways, okay. So, like we said, be more involved next season. If you got ideas, if you want to step up, everyone's going to be stepping it up. You know, the team's going to have to step it up, and we're going to make them need to step it up by stepping up ourselves. Be more involved. You got ideas? Let us know. It's going to be like that movie Step Up. Absolutely. It's going to be like Step Up. It's going to be like Step Up too. Um. <laughs> Which was the good one? I think the first one was good. <laughs> yeah, probably. I don't know. I didn't see those. Um, <laughs> renew your season tickets. Uh, you can do a $50 deposit as well for season tickets right now. Um, ATO, year-end event. Keep your eyes on your inboxes. There's going to be you know a year-end ATO event like there always is. There's also going to be a CCSG holiday event. So keep your eyes on your inbox for that as well. We don't have details about either yeah. of those, but they will be coming. Um, get your Santa on. Yes, get your Santa on. Um, we're also going to be having our first uh, AGM annual uh, yep. general meeting uh, a couple months before next season. Um, first one in keep person. Keep your eyes out. Yeah, keep your eyes out for that. It's going to be, you know, it's pretty pretty necessary. Uh, there's going to be a lot of important things discussed. So make yourself seen, make yourself heard, make yourself known. <sighs> we can't talk about next games. We can't talk about new watch parties. We can't talk about anything else, no. Patty. It's done. It's over. It's done. It's over. 2023 yeah. it's a wrap and you know what uh i'm kind of glad it's over to be honest with you the way that it was ending <laughs> well yes um yeah you know what it's been a year yeah. um there's been some football played mm-hmm. um but you know the the real the real experience was the friends we made along the way Hell yeah. in that case it's uh capital city supporters um, all the new members, all the members that came back from last season, mm-hmm. 
um, really a lot of what we're growing in Ottawa is thanks to all of you. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, I've got to give a, a shout out to everyone listening right now, uh, to everyone not listening, um, to everyone just involved with the supporters culture in Ottawa. The 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 club doesn't grow, the the team doesn't grow, the supporters culture doesn't grow without all the contributions, big and small, of everyone out there. So, um, you know, on behalf of Johnny and I, thank you guys for continuing to listen to us when even when we give takes that may not make any sense. <laughs> um, <laughs> but we appreciate you guys tuning in every week. Uh, keep tuning in. Keep reading all of the uh, the awesome stuff coming out of the writer's shed. Well, that's just it. Keep I mean, you know, we were mentioning our we're mentioning our supporters friends. You know, we let's name them by name. You know, Dub Dowdy, Bryce, yeah. uh, Writer's Shed, Ben Ralph, Patrick Gibson, uh, John Hopkins, Joey, you know, uh, Megan Wiper. Um, you know, even the people that yeah, we see Eddie. in the dub every week, Eddie Bennett, obviously. Um, you know, and the people in the Capitals pit, Eddie, uh, Alina, Billy, uh, Brandon on occasion when he's not off globetrotting playing ultimate because he's a baller. Um, <laughs> <laughs> True. And, you know, and everyone we see, everyone we saw on the road trip as well, man. Like, so many people traveled for this type of stuff. Like, so many new faces as well I met. It's just, yeah. it's wonderful. Yeah, the new people that are, the new people that have become involved even through through fantasy that have become more involved in the group you know hell yeah so it's 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 been really good to see this 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 culture grow this community grow and people um, people res- doing doing uh, uh uh the tifos as well i know i know elizabeth helps yeah. paint the tifos um you that's know, true it, you know like every, everyone's just stepping up everyone's stepping up so again there's a there's a lot of people you know it takes a village and there's a lot of people out there if we haven't mentioned your name consider this also it's it's you know it's it's a lot that goes into this um, none of us are being paid to do this mm-hmm. much as, you know, the production value of this, <laughs> this podcast says otherwise, cause Johnny is a wizard. Um, but, but yes, none of us get paid to do this. We put our time and our effort and our sweat into building what we want to build in <clears throat> Ottawa. And that is this club and this, these people in this supporters group. So yep. super shout out to everyone out there who's listening. I'm yeah. um, really, really glad to, to know you guys, to be a part of this community with all of you. Um, and can't wait to do it again next season. Hell yeah. The season might be over, but we're still going to be sending memes to each other for the next like eight months until it starts again. So the season goodbye. As we say, this is... all season, we go again. <laughs> we go again. You know what? That's a great spot to end it, isn't it, Patty? Patty, it's been a pleasure, buddy. Um, Always. You know, we'll, like we said, we'll probably have calls anyways, even if it's not posted on the internet. <laughs> All right. I will hold you to it. All right. We go again next season. We go again next season. Yeah. 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 Yeah.